A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Piki mai, kaki mai, and welcome. From RNZ National, here's our changing world. From huge brown seaweeds to tiny phytoplankton, the single-celled algae that are a bit like the grass of the ocean. Diatoms are a ubiquitous group of phytoplankton algae, and they've been around in the world oceans for many millions of years. Veronica meets GNS Science and Victoria University paleontologist James Crampton to hear what these tiny marine plants can tell us about extinctions and climate. Phytoplankton, these are single-celled algae that are floating around in the world's oceans, photosynthesizing just like plants. Um, They're single-celled. They account for about 50% of the the total biological productivity that happens on this planet. In other words, sunlight comes in, gets turned into organic matter, and that's biological productivity. And phytoplankton account for about half of that on the planet. So pretty much everything that follows after in the food web depends Uh, on that, or changes in sync with changes there. Yeah, so that makes them critical for two reasons. One is that they're the base of the food web in the marine environment. Everything ultimately eats these single-celled plants. And the other thing is they're a critical part of how the planet locks away carbon from the atmosphere. So these single-celled plants draw carbon dioxide out, they build organic material, and then when they die they sink to the bottom and a lot of them get buried, and that's the way the planet locks away carbon dioxide so it's it's one of the major controls in the carbon cycle so obviously phytoplankton is a good group of organisms to use as an indicator of change they are they tell us both about the the food web things that might have happened to the food web and they tell us about how the planetary changes to, to the carbon cycle might have been operating one of the problems about we can study these things living today i mean they're all through the world's oceans but the trouble is that the things that are changing happen on big geographic scales, big time scales, and it's really hard to study that in the modern. So what we do is we can look at what's happened in the past, and that gives us an indication of of how the system reacts to particular changes, environmental changes, climate changes, or or whatever. How do you actually do it physically? I mean, what is the trace that they leave behind? Well, these things, they produce a fantastic fossil record. So all the deep-sea cores that have been drilled around around the world's ocean. When you drill through the sediment, the sediment's full of of these organisms. They're preserved in the sediment by the countless trillion, billion. So when the deep sea cores are taken, and we take samples out of that, and you find these fossils, and so you build up a picture of what the distribution of these fossils was through time. As you drill down through the different layers of sediment, you're going back through time. And what do you see? Well, what we see is, even though the environment's been changing the whole time, but sort of surprisingly, what we find is that extinction and uh, the appearance of new species isn't sort of happening constantly all the time. It comes in pulses and waves. And what we find is there's five big pulses of major species turnover. And by that mean we, we mean some species going extinct and new ones appearing. And so we see these five main pulses of species turnover, which were much more rapid and much greater level of biological change than, than the sort of background times between. And it's synchronized with changes in the climate or changes in the overall environment? Well, so what we found is that um, these five big pulses of turnover coincide over the last 15 million years with big changes in the climate. 
big cooling pulses. So climate, particularly in the last few million years, has been bouncing around between ice ages and interglacials and ice age and interglacial, and that's been bouncing around. What we find is that actually the phytoplankton communities are pretty robust to that sort of change. We think of the last ice age as woolly mammoths wandering around over Europe and North America, and we think of that as a big change. But what we see is that sort of scale of change, the phytoplankton don't really react to. Where there's particularly big changes, the whole community does change. The phytoplankton community is impacted, and, and we've had five of these. The ones we've looked at are where there's been going from relative warmth and a big jump to really quite cold, and there have been a few of these really big transitions in the climate, and those are what drive the changes in the phytoplankton communities. So how can you translate that, or even think of what you're seeing there, for the future, given that we're moving into a warmer period? Okay, so we've seen these big cooling transitions in the climate, and just the big ones have driven these community changes. We're now going into what is probably going to be a really big, rapid warming jump, so a, a big-scale climate change. Because the rate of change is different to what happened in the geological past? Well, it looks like at the moment, I mean, all the signs are suggesting it's going to be the rate of warming and the, the magnitude of that warming is going to be geologically a big event. So what we've seen in the last 15 million years is the cooling driving the phytoplankton change. We can't definitively say what warming is going to do, but the implication is, is the big magnitude change is going to have an impact. We can expect to see the phytoplankton communities changing, perhaps dramatically, in response to this warming. That was James Crampton, who's at GNS Science and Victoria University of Wellington.